Week zero was the advertiser. Week one is what we have all been waiting for because the first official game week of the season for your Ohio State Buckeyes has finally arrived. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Monday, August 28th in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase during today's episode. I will go over why the Buckeyes can be elite in twenty twenty three. I'll also go over why a few things might interrupt their quest to win the national championship. But first. We have been waiting for this week for months. And that's no exaggeration. That's not hyperbole. That's little reality. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting and patiently and patiently and patiently and sometimes impatiently waiting for this week. The week when we get to get the first game week of the season. The week when we can finally look towards the Buckeyes playing a game. At the end of the week, it's exciting. Week zero was great. Great football. Fun to watch. Got Notre Dame over in Dublin. Putting a drubbing on Navy. Just a really good game to watch if you're a Notre Dame fan. They didn't put the college football world on notice because Navy is not good. But at the same time, you get to see an offensive line that gets just overpowered the midshipmen early and often during that contest. It was nothing. Okay, we can run with Estime over and over and over. Oh, no, yeah, we got a guy in Sam Hartman who is one of the best quarterbacks in the country and uh, probably going to be a guy that's uh, going to be one of the first quarterbacks taken in the upcoming NFL draft as well. You got USC at night. We all struggled trying to find that game at some point. Somebody shared a little link on the YouTube. Next thing you know, <laughs> that game was easy to access or even even – Easier for people to access that are in Cali because I saw a guy who lives in Cali. He couldn't find it, paid for it, up another tier on the YouTube TV, couldn't find it, used somebody's Xfinity account, couldn't find it. it. Made it very hard for people like us that want to watch the games to find the USC football game during their season opener. We ain't going to have no problems this weekend finding where the Buckeyes are playing. No, sir, Rebob. That was not part of the thought that I had going into this part of the show, but it worked out so well. Everybody knows where CBS is. Everybody's familiar with Gary Danielson's voice, and you're familiar with Brad Nestler's voice. We're all familiar with all of this. Now, it's a new spot for Big Ten football in this in this century, which is great. It's cool. We like things that are new. However, we all know we can find CBS, and we all know what to expect when the Buckeyes step on the field against the Indiana Hoosiers on Saturday afternoon. A beatdown of drastic proportions is what we expect. We expect whoever the quarterback is. Still weird we're saying that. Whoever the quarterback is in McCord or Brown, we expect them to do some amazing things. The running backs, I'm watching them. 
Trevion Henderson, Mayan Williams, Chip Trainum, Donald Hayden, Evan Pryor. There's a good chance all five guys have at least five carries in this game. Realistic. I'm not, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to say, oh, uh, no, it's not going to happen. No, there's a realistic shot. Shot. If they do early, what I think they might do with the running back room, you can have all five guys have five, five at least five carries. Now, <laughs> it's only because Indiana's bad. You don't do that against a regular team. Indiana's bad. So you're going to try to get those guys touches to get them on the field. But we have worked all, excuse me, not we. I've worked in different ways. The Buckeyes have worked all offseason for this moment, for this week. They have been striving and fighting and scratching and clawing and working on those mat drills and hitting the hitting the football field. And Amara Harrison Jr. has been using his favorite machine, the Maverick, and preparing for this. You work all year. All year in preparation for week one, and then the week two, and then the week three, four, five, six, and so on. You work all offseason for this moment. You work hard. You grind hard. You may have had a battle injury, an injury, Devin Brown, and you're still in contention to be a starter in the fall. You may be somebody who a year ago got hurt, Nevin Pryor, but now you're healthy. Not going to start, but you still want to be a big piece of the pie for the Buckeyes. You might be a guy in Cardinal Tate who is getting some high praise from Marvin Harrison Jr., but let's see what happens on the game field, young man. You might be Josh Simmons. Got to say Josh, not Jimmy. You might be Josh Simmons, who's transferring from San Diego State to Ohio State. Not just a good G5 team, up to one of the best teams in the entire country. You're going to start. Let's see what actually happens. You can be Taiwan Malone, transferring from Ole Miss with his former teammate Davidson Iguanosin, who also transferred, well, not former, and current, transferred to Ohio State from Ole Miss. Two guys that are trying, one is who could start Nick Vanosin, another who's a rotational piece in Malone. And you know what? They're trying to make a name for themselves. You could be a guy in Eichenberg who might be a little upset you're in the All-American a year ago. Let's show the world why you will be one or should be one in 2023. You could be a guy in Lathan Ransom or Joshua Proctor. Ransom, looking to be one of the top safeties drafted in 2024. Proctor trying to make sure he plays and proves himself to be a guy who can start for the Buckeyes in 2023. Up and down the roster, you could be Ryan Day. I was on a show yesterday ago, Bet Nation, a part of the BetQL network, asking me if Ryan Day is going to be on the hot seat. Ryan Day is trying to avoid that. There are ways that he can avoid being on the hot seat at the end of the season. You could be Jim Knowles. The narrative is year two under Jim Knowles, your defense takes a major step up. Let's see it. You could be a GA in James Laurinaitis who is trying to do some major things with his LB unit at Ohio State. Make your mark, young man. Next year, you could be one of the you could be the LB coach at Ohio State. Up and down the roster, the coaching staff as well. You could be Brian Hartline. Not just the promotion, but also potentially doing more with that promotion and calling plays for Ohio State throughout the season. Let's see what happens. You could be Coach Keenan Bailey, promotion to the tight ends coach. Let's the room is talented, really talented. Let's see what you do with it. The players grind. The coaches grind. Everyone's working. Everyone's striving to accomplish one goal. Run the table. You beat your rival. One goal. 
You win the Big Ten Conference. Two goals. The third goal, won the Natty. That's the goal. That's the mindset. All of your energy, all of your efforts are focused and pointed at those three goals. Go make it happen. All I got to say, you work for it. You talk about it. Go make it happen. And if you don't make it happen or you can't make it happen, at the end of the season, we'll be discussing why it didn't happen and what the next steps are. We're not there yet. Let's not look that far yet. Let's focus on this week. <laughs> the boys are back in town. The boys are back on the field. <laughs> and your boys excited and can't wait to watch Buckeye football Saturday afternoon. Coming up next, the boys can be elite. The Buckeyes, that is, can be elite this year. Why is that the reason? Why is that possible? I'll go over that next year on Lockdown Buckeyes. Now time for your game changer of the week brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Much like Marvin Harrison Jr., Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Their brews are great tasting and award-winning and beat out full-strength beers in global competitions. They brew over 50 styles of craft non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. They're the fastest-growing non-alcoholic brewery in the U.S., so get on board. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic beers at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. Dot com. First-time customers can use code Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions, and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all time. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for picking Locked On Buckeyes. Your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to subscribe to Locked On Buckeyes on Apple or Spotify or even on YouTube so you don't miss a beat. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify or even the Odyssey app, follow and leave a five-star review and a rating. If you're watching, watch us on the YouTube Subscribe to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel. Also, smash like button on this video. Leave a comment under this video. And if you hit that bell so you are notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. One thing I have noticed over the past 10 years, there's one debate. And I say 10 because even going back to the middle of this guy, this athlete's career, people were saying he's better than so-and-so. He's better than so-and-so. Well, there's a narrative out there, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, who is the greatest basketball player of all time. 
Some are saying Mike. Some are saying LeBron. And to me, I'm more of a Michael Jordan guy, and I can give you reasons why. But there are a lot of people out there, even in the barbershop, that were out here saying LeBron's better but weren't doing a good job of explaining why he is better. Or some were saying uh, Michael Jordan is better, but they were not explaining why. I used to work at the Honda plant in Greensburg, Indiana, uh, making Honda Civics. And one thing that we debated back then, this was back in – Oh, 2015, 2016 time. I was saying Mike was better than LeBron. And somebody else, a team leader there was saying, hey, man, who do you think the greatest of all time is? And, of course, I was saying Mike to everybody. I'll say Mike to y'all. And I ain't got no reasons just to change my mind. This person was saying Oscar Robertson. I said, okay, cool. Like, I get it. We live in Indiana. I completely understand why you would say Oscar Robertson. He's an Indiana guy. Cool. Great. Got it. He said, hey, man, he's the only guy to average a triple-double. Now, it was before Russell Westbrook did it in multiple seasons. said, oh, okay, he averaged a triple-double in the season. Okay, great, cool. That's your criteria. That's not mine. Let me go through mine, and I'll just I'll win this really quickly. Which is why when it comes to discussing why the Buckeyes might be elite, a lot of people out there might say, oh, I got this. And they'll try to explain it to you, but they don't know what they're doing. And they, they kind of get, get confused. It sounds a little odd because their explanation, it doesn't make any sense. I do believe, firmly believe, one, <laughs> Mike is better than LeBron. Two, I firmly believe the Buckeyes can be elite in 2023. And I think about this as I just got done watching Swamp Kings today. I believe I watched all four episodes in one day or a couple days actually over the weekend. And uh, Swamp Kings, Urban Meyer, Gators from 05 to 09, even actually I think to 2010 when he ended up retiring or stepping away before becoming the Buckeyes head coach a year after he retired. Urban Meyer did a lot of things there, but even the teams that should have been elite in, in Florida weren't always playing up to their standard. And if the Buckeyes don't play up to their standard, up to the talent that is in that room, in that locker room, that's an easy way for them to not be elite. That's later on in the show. If the Buckeyes actually play up to their talent and play up to the level that they can play at, they're going to be elite. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Natty. There's a lot of good teams out there in the in, in college football. There are probably going to be two or three teams that are elite in college football. Maybe four, but that's even a stretch because elite is a fresh line, baby. you got to do a lot to be in that classification. I do believe the Buckeyes, though, if their talent plays up to their state, up to their potential, you're looking at a team realistically could go undefeated and win the Natty. That's how much talent is compiled that Ryan Day has recruited both at the high school ranks and also um, recruiting and keeping guys on the roster. Joshua Proctor to be one. Not saying he was going to leave, but if you're a six-year guy, the thought of going somewhere else is probably in your head at some point. You're probably getting DMs or text messages or calls from other schools around the country saying, hey, come play for me. Come play for me. I got a role for you. It's a better role than what the Buckeyes have had for you over the past couple of years. Come play for me. And ultimately, I am here for those things, for players to better themselves. But Ryan is doing a good job of recruiting. High school ranks, the college ranks as well, because he even did a lot with the transfer portal this offseason. Wish you saw more of that. Also, it's not just the players. I think there's a level of intensity and aggressiveness we're going to get from Ryan Day this year that we haven't gotten consistently during his tenure at Ohio State. I was recently listening to 
um, Minister Sports, uh, Zach Smith, former receivers coach at Ohio State, and Chris Drew. And Zach Smith said he knew that after the Georgia game that Ryan Day would still be the play caller based off how things went. Now, I'm not going to say that I totally – he may have had a thought. I, I don't know, man. Like, there's so many benefits from Ryan Day to not be the play caller. But also, if you get that Ryan Day that we saw against Georgia – I understand what somebody said. Oh, yeah, I know what the rumor is. I know what the talk of the town is, but I don't see Dave relinquishing play calling after doing the Georgia what the Buckeyes did on in that game. But that's what you want to see from Ryan Day. You want to see that aggressiveness. You want to see that uh, desire to know. You line up in this, we're running this, and we're going to score. Easy as that. Simple as that. You want those things. And I do believe the town that Ohio State – it's a good reason why they're, they're going to be elite, why they could be elite. Ryan Day being aggressive in the play calling, that's another reason. But here's one. Everything starts and stops with the quarterback, right? I mean, you want to have a team that's elite on offense. And people are saying the Buckeyes offense is going to be elite, not even knowing who the quarterback is going to be or, well, you know who it's going to be, an option. But, you know, a lot of people have not seen these guys throw the football. I see – I've. Listen to people make statements saying, oh, the Buckeyes offense is going to be elite. Well, I have a faith and belief in Ryan Day to get the right quarterback on the field and for that quarterback to um, be a dog on the football field. Now, remember, Kyle McCord, Devin Brown, yes, they both good throwers of the football, but Devin Brown is a little bit more athletic. If that's the path that Ryan Day wants, hey, you're a pocket pass. You can do make all the throws, but ultimately – if we need you to run a little bit, you could do that. Do it. And I trust Ryan Day's ability to develop coaches, but also I trust Ryan Day's ability to be able to help those, excuse me, help quarterbacks, coach quarterbacks, but also trust Ryan Day to be able to know how to push the right buttons when he needs to put bush, push buttons, excuse me, know how to, Develop a guy for a game. It might be a little bit more intense in a Penn State or a road test to uh, Wisconsin or a road test to West Lafayette. West Lafayette, not as uh, Purdue, not as skilled and will not be as good as the Buckeyes, but that can be a tough place to play. Also, a few more players that go into this discussion as far as why the Buckeyes can be elite. Marvin Harrison, Emeka Abuka, who are you going to stop? Can't stop either one of them. Night, night, lights out. It's over, game over. The D-line. This defensive line can be one of the best D-line units the Buckeyes have had under Ryan Day. Now, 2019 is one of those odd years where if you just look at 2019 as a whole, it's going to skew the way you view <laughs> the defense under Ryan Day at Ohio State. Just being honest with you, those are Urban's guys. Now, Day's a coach. Those are still Urban's guys. So we have to keep it in context. Urban got those guys here. Ryan Day kept them here. But a lot of what we saw that year was stuff from under Urban's watch at Ohio State. Which is why, if you can get this D-line to play better than the 2019 D-line, Looking at a defense, man, with the talent that is there, one of the best units in the country. The Buckeyes can be elite in 2023, but there are also things that might interrupt their quest to win a national championship. What are a few of those reasons? I'll go over them next on Lockdown Buckeyes. <laughs> 
This episode is brought to you by our good friends at game time buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. The Ohio State Buckeyes play the Indiana Hoosiers this weekend, Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch every snap of the action on the Buckeyes' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SiriusXM app. Search Buckeyes. Love new ways where we can listen to the Buckeyes, watch the Buckeyes when we're out and about, and SiriusXM allows us to do just that. Also, there are things that the Buckeyes can do to be elite. There are also some things that will disrupt the Buckeyes' path or can disrupt, excuse me, not will, <laughs> can disrupt the Buckeyes' path to win the Natty. Before we go any further, I want to make a quick prediction or make a quick statement. I have never predicted this team to win the national championship. Now, their quest right now is to win a Natty, but I would not predict them to win the Natty. I even go one step further. They're not my favorite to win the to win the conference either, so I'll leave that for what it's worth. But in their quest to win the national championship, there are things that could get in the way. The first one is themselves. Like I don't want to go any further without realizing when I watched Swamp Kings recently, what got in the Gators' way? Yes, there were some obstacles on the field, but what got in the Gators' way? Literally themselves. Urban Meyer says during the, during the doc, and I would highly encourage everyone to go watch the documentary. I wish it was longer because I wanted to hear more. Um, Cam Newton didn't hear much. I don't think I heard Cam Newton's name in there at all. I want to hear about Cam Newton. I want to hear about the Pouncey Twins. Um, I want to hear about Riley Cooper, um, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. I want to hear about all, all of the nitty-gritty stuff that we know went on, <laughs> but we didn't hear a lot of it. We heard a lot about Urban Meyer. Um, Heard a lot from Dan Mullen, a lot from Paul Feinbaum. I saw Charlie Strong in there for a hot second. We we heard uh, Steve Adazio. We we saw a lot of guys. But I wanted to know more. But also back to the story, back to the subject. During this documentary, there was a moment, and I want to say it was a South Carolina game during the '09 season, where Tebow in the office wasn't doing what I was supposed to do in the first half. Brandon Spikes was hurt. The defense wasn't um, doing doing what it, it needed to do. And at halftime, Brandon Spikes and Tebow got into it. Now, getting into it at halftime is not the thing. But Urban Meyer even said in the documentary, Brandon Spikes was doing what Urban Meyer would normally do. 
in that situation. Call you up, go at you, push you, and try to tackle someone who was not playing their best in an Urban, Urban Meyer way. What got in front of the Gators in, in, in that season? Literally themselves, because it wasn't just them fighting, them fighting, coming off winning a Natty in 06, losing, not getting to the Natty in 07, getting to the Natty and winning in 08. All, all, all of a sudden, you went two and three years. You think you're on top of the world. And if winning is everything, and if football's not fun, as we heard in the documentary, a lot of times you get you could get in your own way and stuff wasn't fun for the Gators. And in that moment, they got in their own way. The next thing we know, the story's almost over and we get to see the downfall uh, or the, the end of Urban's tenure in Gainesville, Florida. The Buckeyes can't get in their own way. The Buckeyes can be their own problem. Now, Iowa highlight games that I do believe are going to be tough. The Buckeyes can win all of them, but they will be really, really tough and tested in different ways. Notre Dame on the road. These are going to be in order. So I'm skipping Indiana. Indiana's whack, bro. Just whack. Sorry. Like, I'm recording the crossover with Jacob Rudolph locked on Hoosiers later this week. I will say this stuff on the show. Hoosiers are whack. Just run right over them. But tough, tough, tough games. Notre Dame on the road. Tough. Purdue on the road. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying this in the conversation. Tough place to play at night. I'm predicting a night game there. Penn State at home. Tough. Camp Randall on the road. Tough. Maryland's going to be tough as well. I don't know if that's in the right order. Maryland's going to be tough. Minnesota can be tough only because of who you play the following week, which is Michigan. Tough. Four really tough games. You could add two or three more in there that will be tough based off what is going on and where you're playing them in the season. It's going to be tough. If you are in your own way, and if you being in your way gets in somebody else's way, all of a sudden one person being in their way could impact five to six people, and those five to six people could impact another 10 to 12 people. The next thing you know, offense, defense, aren't in sync. Why? Because the players are getting in their own way. Also, if the right quarterback is not starting and playing the game consistently, that's going to be a pro. That could be a big problem. If players don't progress and play up to their potential, that could be a big problem. Also, in crucial moments, if you don't keep your poise, or maybe you don't know how to keep your poise and you just do what you always do, man, these are all reasons why the Buckeyes quest to win a natty could get interrupted. A lot of it just has to, has to do with themselves. Even going back to a year ago, Michigan, they could win that game. Georgia, they could win that game. What happened? The Buckeyes got in their own way. They weren't disciplined. They weren't doing the things they saw during the film room. Ryan Day, enough said. You believe in him or you don't believe him, but a lot of times, Day sometimes gets in the way. The preparation was not up to par a year ago, and we saw how things went down in that game against the Wolverines. Didn't know I was going to get this animated at the end of the show, but here we are. A lot of the reasons why the Buckeyes and their quest to win the Natty might not happen. The Buckeyes might interrupt their, their own chances, but you got Sam Hartman, Drew Al. I don't know what to take from Drew Aller. Like a lot of hype. I need to see some reps <laughs> before I start saying like he's going to be a dog. You got Talia. He is a dog. JJ McCarthy, not a big fan, but if he did, like even if he did what he did a year ago, 
if he rep, if he had another game like he did a year ago against the Buckeyes and he had that in 2023, the Buckeyes could still win that game. Like he's just a, oh above average, maybe average, maybe slightly above average quarterback. He he's not no he's not no all American, all Big Ten guy, maybe, but he he ain't all that to me. Just get out of your own way. Oh, the chips fall where they may out of here on a Monday. Didn't mean to rhyme at the end of the show, but that's where we go. The new layout of the office. I'm going to move my head to the to one side this way. There are pictures behind us. A lot of those are printouts. Uh, some from the some from the shoe. A lot of them are from are of my wife and I when we have been just wearing Buckeye gear, or going to games, and uh, love the new layout. Got the couch behind me. Which way am I going? There we go. If you see there, um, the Ohio pillow, and I got a lot of good stuff going on this going on in the offices. This was one of the projects my wife and I went through and uh, did here this weekend, and it, uh, and uh, this might be my, this might be my favorite. This is stuff we did some stuff in the bedroom as well, but this one if you're watching us on the YouTube. If you're not, definitely come check it out. Uh, this might be my favorite one that we did together this past weekend. Follow me on Twitter or X at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Remember, guys, the Ohio State Buckeyes play the Indiana Hoosiers this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch every snap of the Buckeyes hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Buckeyes. This has been Lachlan Buckeyes here on a Monday. I'll see you next time.